Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. My name's Adam Glynn. I'm usually here with my friend Dax Holt, but today he is on vacation and I'm here with my other friend, Morgan Page. Morgan, how are you? I'm good, Adam. How are you? I'm glad to see that you dressed up for the occasion today. I'm telling you, Morgan, I dressed, Dax is not here, and I said, (laughs) a lady's coming on? I'm dressing up. I'm wearing a button-down that I haven't worn in four years. I think I'm dressing up. Morgan, by the way, is one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. She does these... So up to date videos when something new something new happens in the Hollywood world in the Hollywood world. She's so she's like the IG access Hollywood. And I don't know how you do it, but she's one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. She also has a fantastic podcast course, Morgan's Pop uh, Morgan's Pop Talks, which Dax and I went on. And uh, I enjoy talking to you. How are you doing? You doing well? Everything good? Yeah, I'm doing great. I just gotta say that the episode that you and Dax were on was my top performing episode of the month. So I think we got to get you guys on more. The people seem to love you. I listen, it it says something that we went on during the shortest month of the year. So we didn't have that much to, uh, (laughs) to compete with. Uh, However, we will take that credit right here. We do our weekly rundown where we try to give you the best top stories of the week from 10 to number one, the top stories of the week. We try to get you here in and out within about 20 minutes or so. We just want to make sure you have a little bit of celebrity knowledge, know a little bit what's going on in the celebrity world before the weekend happens. So if you're in conversations with your friends, you kind of can hang in the conversations. You know what's going on. Morgan, was it a good celebrity week this week? It's always a good celebrity week. Are you kidding me? Well, let's get into it. Let's start with number 10. On Wednesday night, Andy Cohen said something which maybe he shouldn't have. Andy had Kyle Richards on the show and revealed that she had plastic surgery three weeks ago. On the show, Andy asked, how's the breast, how's the breast reduction surgery working out? Cohen asked near the top of the show, thanks for letting everyone know, Andy, Richards replied. Thank you. I'm just going to say this. I never told anybody. Yikes. Cohen replied, uh, uh, well, Andy Cohen was apologizing profusely and uh, for revealing that the television personality secret, even though she's still recovering, the mother of four has no regrets. I never had implants, Richards explains. I had double D's, no implants. I still don't have implants, but I went in and I said, I want smaller boobs. I don't ever want to wear a bra in my life again. And here I am. So Kyle Richards obviously handled the embarrassing moment uh, well. She said – and she actually ended the conversation saying, I can't wait to share more things with you tomorrow, Andy. Um, did you see this clip? Yeah, I did. And am I the only one who thinks that it was on purpose and not at all an accident? I mean how can Kyle Richards say in one moment that she didn't tell anybody but yet she told Andy and then the woman that was next to her, Chloe, was like, oh, yeah, she told me backstage too, like in the confidence of our dressing room or whatever. So I'm like, did you really tell nobody or are you going around telling everybody? I'm Listen, I get it. I'm with you. And I also think – with these housewives, 
Dudes, does anybody think that they don't get work done? And it's like, I don't know, to be honest with you, I don't know too many girls, and this is going to sound such a jerk comment, but it's so <laughs> I'll like- I'll tell you pl- if it is or not. I know, but I, I know so many girls over the age of 35 that get some work done from Botox to fillers to some sort of procedure. It's not even, I mean, I guess there is some stigma around it, but I understand Kyle's thoughts, but I understand how Andy kind of made that mistake. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I know it sounds like a jerk as a guy speaking about it, but I could no, understand I why mean, Andy made that mistake. I mean, especially when the context of the conversation that they had after Andy kind of blurted it out was like, oh, well, we've been texting about it. Like maybe there was nothing said from Kyle to Andy that was like, keep this a secret. And you're on Real Housewives. It's a reality TV show where you share what's going on in your life. So I think it's almost second nature for Andy to just go into that gear and ask those kinds of questions if he has information, you know, that he's already known about. Yeah. I, and it's Andy probably thought, and again, I could be wrong, but Andy could have thought that she already spoke about this topic, you know, and, uh, which is kind of fair to do so. She's not an actress. She's a reality star. That's kind of what they do. They kind of talk about what's going on in their life. They're sort of like an open book. Mm -hmm. So it was a miscommunication on Andy. Kyle handled it very well. I think she, she handled it. She handled it. She, I mean, she's one of the classy housewives, mm-hmm. isn't she? She's one of the, like, she's just, she, she's always so solid as a person, like just maybe the overall most charming housewife. Just that's my opinion, but she handled it very well. She handled it with class and she opened up. I mean, she was honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. I right. mean, <laughs> I feel like she can, she can take anything that Andy throws at her. I, I mean, she's been doing it for so long. Like you said, she, she just was made to be a reality TV star. And sometimes stuff like this accidentally happens. All right. Number nine, just when you thought you were done with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, not so fast. Amber did an interview with Savannah Guthrie of the Today Show. It was her first interview since she did the defamation case. Um, she said Heard, you know, Heard is afraid of potentially being sued again by her ex-husband, Johnny Depp, even as she still admits to still loving him, which is wild. Uh, she does you- not. She does not still love Johnny Depp. There's no way. It's so bizarre. I mean, so she, the actress said absolutely when Guthrie asked if her asked her if after everything, as she said in course after I'm sorry, the actress said absolutely when Guthrie asked her if after everything, as she said in court during the, her, their defamation trial, she still has love for Depp. I love him. I love him with all of my heart, and I tried the best I could to make a deeply broken relationship work, and I couldn't. I have no bad feelings or ill will towards him at all, she added. I know that might be hard to understand, or it might be really easy to understand if you've ever just if you if you just ever loved anyone. In part one of the interview, which aired Tuesday, Hurd said she believed the vast majority of this trial was played out on social media. She reflected more on the public perception about her in the segment Wednesday after Guthrie asked Hurd about a text in which Depp promised total total global humiliation for her. I'm not – she goes, I'm not a good victim. I get it, she said. I'm not a likable victim. I'm not a perfect victim. But when I testified, I asked the jury to see me and hear his own words, which is a promise to do this. Do you? So, yeah, this is a wild statement. I mean it's a great question by Savannah, but to say that she still has love for Johnny Depp after all of this, after what he put, put her through, after the millions it's going to cost her, after the potential – roles that she's not going to win she still has love for johnny depp is that how love works 
page? No, <laughs> absolutely not. And it's like any one of my exes, I don't love any one of my exes. And I mean, thank God I've never been in a toxic, abusive relationship. So I can't really speak on that front. But I would think that if you were in as bad of a relationship as they both made it out to be, that there would be absolutely no love still between the two of them. Yeah, I, I, it's after how bad this case got. I mean, this is just a TV show waiting to happen. It's and her. I mean, it potentially could have damaged her career to the point of very hard return. Um, but this was interesting. A juror in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial said that they just didn't buy what he says. Um, where Amber's emotional swings from crying to ice cold. The juror who wanted to stay anonymous spoke to GMA on Thursday saying he took umbrage, umbrage, whatever the word is, I can't even say it, at Heard's post-verdict statements, and the jury ruled that way. It, uh, and the jury ruled the way it did because of Depp's star status. The male juror seemed to be swayed in no small part by Amber's demeanor on the stand, saying jurors were uncomfortable by what he seemed to say were dramatic outbursts that they just didn't buy, saying the crying, the facial expressions, the staring at the jury, all of us were very uncomfortable. Uh, he says some of the jurors called her sobbing crocodile tears. It wasn't a good audition reel for her. It wasn't a good acting reel for her. But I mean, is it also not what we all felt at home? You know, like watching it, I only saw really snippets, but everyone felt off watching her testimony. And, you know, their whole thing about, well, the the jury made this decision because of social media. Well, if the jury did their job, they shouldn't even be on social media, looking at social media. And I have to think in such a high profile case that they would take it, you know, pretty seriously. So I, I heard something that he said, like a, a couple of the jury members didn't even have social media and the ones that did made sure to stay off of it. So it just seems like with Amber, there's always somebody else to blame. There's, there's never any, I take accountability for this, 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 and this, which is, it's just hard to believe somebody that never takes accountability for anything. I, I, it's I, it's hard to even say anything about Amber or even pro Amber because if you do, as you know, Paige, someone's going to come at you on social media like the, the Johnny Depp fans come at you, which again, I'm done with this case. I hope we move along. Hopefully this is the last interview. We just I'm, – I'm, I'm, it was great yeah. while it lasted, but let's move on. Number <laughs> eight. Yes. Number eight, Britney Spears' ex-husband Jason Alexander, not George Costanza from Seinfeld, appeared in court this week to face charges for breaking into the singer's home on her wedding day. Alexander pleaded not guilty on Monday to charges of misdemeanor trespassing, two misdemeanor counts of battery, and a misdemeanor vandalism charge. At the time of his arrest last week, authorities also learned that Alexander was wanted on a felony theft warrant in Napa County. Uh, Spears' lawyer said that the Grammy winner was also granted a restraining order against Alexander, which will remain in effect for three years. He also said that he's working closely with the law enforcement to ensure that Alexander is vigorously prosecuted and expressed his thanks to the Ventura County Sheriff and District Attorney. He said, in quote, this should be a lesson to anyone who engages in similar conduct. Uh, He's currently in jail. This guy, Jason Alexander, is currently in jail with his bail set at $100,000. It's crazy because this guy was only briefly married to Britney Spears. You know, they're childhood yeah. friends. They were married for, what, two days in 2014 before the marriage was annulled. Um, 
I don't still we don't understand what he was trying to do this whole entire thing. Remember, he was live streaming as he tried to break into the property, saying that he was invited. But who knew what was going on in this guy's life? I mean, what did Britney do to this guy's life that this guy just went off the rails? Crazy. And I mean, years ago, this was decades ago that she was married to this guy. And I said on my podcast, if I'm Britney, I am pissed at my security. How do you let that happen? And then this morning I saw that she fired them. She yeah. fired her whole security team and is getting new security. It's crazy. It's just a weird thing. And I just can't wait till he does his first interview to find out why he did something like this. I, I want to see just how he sounds. I mean, it's a pretty crazy Maybe thing. Maybe he'll all sit right. down with uh, Savannah Guthrie. That would be <laughs> nice, right? Getting all the interviews these days. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be able to get land that interview. <laughs> I think he'll probably end up on, like, on Wendy Williams or something like that talking to uh, – What's his name? Uh, I don't know. Doing some random interview. All right, number seven. This week there was a trend going on with the internet besides the tortilla slapping videos that Zendaya was pregnant. Zendaya heard about this and responded with, see, now this is why I stay off Twitter. The Euphoria star wrote Wednesday on her Instagram story, just making stuff up for no reason weekly. The Euphoria star was the subject of viral video that made it look like she had posted an image from an ultrasound before it abruptly cupped to a Kris Jenner dancing and lip syncing video. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, Zendai is not pregnant. She's not expecting a baby. However, she's still in a relationship with Tom Holland. And even last uh, last month, she wished him happy birthday. So it seems happy, but Zendaya is not pregnant. It's crazy how these rumors start, right? Yeah, I know. But anybody watching that video could tell that it was a joke. Like it, it's called Chrising on TikTok, right? You start off with something that's very jarring that you're like, oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden it cuts to Kris Jenner sipping a martini, dancing to Lady Marmalade. Like it's a whole thing. So I feel like Maybe a little, I understand why Zendaya is upset. Anybody would be. But also, I watched that video and immediately knew that it wasn't true. So if you see it and you think that's true, that's on you. Yeah, I am with it. That's a weird story. And <laughs> I think Zendaya would have let us know if anything happened. All right, number six. This one's pretty cool. Beyonce sent shockwaves across social media overnight as she announced her next album, Renaissance, will be out on July 29th. Uh, we haven't heard music from her in so long. She shared a tweet by the music streaming platform Tidal, which uh, uh, is owned by her husband, Jay-Z. Uh, so basically, her this will be her seventh studio album, I believe. And it includes 16 tracks. It appears to be a double album. Uh, last week, uh, fans spotted that the 40-year-old singer – that's right. Beyonce is 40 years old now. Wow, right? They wow. they spotted on her Instagram that they, you know basically she wiped it clean. Her profile pictures were removed from her YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok pages, indicating that she was gearing up to announce a new era. The 28-time Grammy winner teased in an interview with Harper, Harper's Bazaar last year that new music was on the way, saying, I feel a renaissance emerging, which evidently – was a clue to the album's title. Uh, in time since she released her last album was 2016, which was the, had the songs Lemonade and Sorry. Uh, that was my band. Uh, she te- which she teamed up with Jay-Z. But uh, this is be her first songs in a while. But we are so overdue for some Beyonce. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, I remember the last time that – or when Lemonade first came out, I was like sitting at my office job and I watched the whole thing start to finish. And that wasn't like – 
20, did you say 2016? It's been so long. 2016. She did some other songs for like the Lion King movie, but it was not like a, this, you know, it wasn't like the 2016 album. And that album was all about her relationship with Jay-Z and we all know Becky with the good hair and them going through some rough times in their marriage. So I'm very interested to see, you know, what Renaissance Act One will be like because it's the first full-length album she's putting out since, you know, really putting Jay-Z on blast for cheating on her. Yeah, we don't really see a lot of Beyonce as far as in paparazzi photos and stuff. Once in a while, you kind of see a photo of her, but she's not, it's very strategic what she does and she's very good at it, but I'm excited to see like what kind of sound she is and there's obviously gonna be some news around her songs. There's gonna be some, is this song about Jay-Z? Is this song about wanting more kids? Some sort of news around these songs. They're really good about that. Number five, Lizzo announced that she edited one of her songs after complaints from some in the disabled community. Uh, She said, it's been brought to my attention that there's harmful word in my new song, Girls. The singer wrote in a statement posted on her verified Instagram page. Um, She says, let me take let me make one thing clear. I never want to promote derogatory language. She continued as a fat black woman in America. I've had many hateful words used against me. So I understand that power words can have whether intentionally or unintentionally. I'm proud to say that there's a new version of girls with a lyric change. I actually didn't know what the word was, but the song and this is, you know, educational to me. The song contained the word spaz, which Drew complained that it's a slur against those who are disabled. But Lizzo also seemed appreciative of the heads up. She said immediately, this is a result of me listening and taking action. She ended her statement as an influential artist. I'm dedicated to being a part of the change I've been wanting to see in the world. I have to say props to Lizzo because she didn't let the she didn't let this one resonate for a little bit. She yeah. you know a lot of musicians could say, "Hey, I'm going to use my this is my artistic expression or I didn't mean it like that like what you guys think it was the term." However, she immediately made a change. She didn't let the audience decide. She's like, "Oh, thanks for informing me and just real quick made a sudden change." I mean, props to her for actually doing that cuz Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the way to do it, you know? change it immediately. As soon as she figured out that something, you know, wasn't exactly a hundred percent right. It's not the message that she wanted to portray. She was like, no, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to put out a statement. I feel like she was very genuine in her explanation of it. And I feel like that's the way that you got to do it. Yeah. I, you know, before you go on Morgan, again, like I said in the beginning, you are one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. Uh, cause you, again, you post these crazy videos, uh, not crazy, but they're just great <laughs> videos of just following kind of what's going on in this celebrity news world for your videos. Which video did the best this week? Oh, that's a good question. Probably I had a conspiracy theory and I don't mean this in a bad way at all, but we saw Kim and Pete on some beach and they both have the exact same bleach blonde hair color all of a sudden. So I said, you know, my conspiracy theory is that they decided to do this together, that they had a conversation. Oh, babe, let's both dye our hair bleach blonde at the same time. It'll be so cute, especially because, you know, Kim is obsessed with the Instagram feed. She's obsessed with the aesthetic, the way things look and they look like, like kind of carbon copies of each other yeah. if I'm being completely honest. So that was the, the best video this week. It made some people upset. 
some people agreed with me, but I mean, engagement is engagement. Any way you look at it. I like it. I like it. All right, let's get back to the list. Number four, Post Malone is officially a father to a little baby girl, and he also reveals he will be a husband as well. In a world where the internet tries to out everyone, and we have these type of internet detective, Post Malone was able to stay under the radar and be private. Uh, he did an interview with Howard Stern, with Howard Stern um, and he said that Actually, he did an interview last month where he said he was the happiest life. You know, he's been doing interviews because he's got a new album. It's called 12 Carat Toothache. But he's uh, revealed that he, he had a baby girl and he's going to be – he's a husband now. He's, you know, he's got this – he's living a private life. He also did an interview with the Full Send podcast, and this is what I found interesting. He said – saying that many cigarettes he, – he talked about how many cigarettes he smokes. He says there's a really fine line between a terrible day and a good day. Um, he said on a good day, an average day, he smokes about 40 to 45 cigarettes. Um, a when day? He, a day. But when he was like, he said when uh, the most amount of cigarettes he's ever smoked in a day, he said probably like 80. Um, he was also asked if he was worried about if smoking would destroy his voice. He said it is definitely fucked up my voice. Oh, my God. I had no idea that he smoked that much. It's crazy, right? I mean, uh, he but he said this also. He goes, I, I, you know, Johnny Cash smoked his whole life and he sounded cool, you know. Uh, that's a lot of cigarettes. I mean, 40, how many, I, I mean, I'm not a smoker, but that's a what about four, five packs. I mean, that's, you basically have to have a cigarette every minute of the day, like every 10 minutes or so. Oh my gosh. I, I could not imagine, you know, he's now a dad and is he, is he engaged? Is he married? So he he's, that? uh, uh, he, he will, he will be a husband as well. He plans to marry, uh, the woman, which they have a private relationship. She's not in the public. So he likes to keep her private. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, but he's also, like he, like he said, he's the happiest in his life, but that's a lot of cigarettes, but I'm that's actually happy for post because you know what? He could keep smoking. Cause I'm afraid he would turn if like he would get pissed if he wasn't smoking. And from my experience, he's like the nicest guy in Hollywood, like the nicest guy in Hollywood. Yeah. I remember when you were on uh, my podcast, you were leaving to go see Post Malone. And I was yeah. very jealous of you in that moment. Oh, he's the best. He's the best dude. He's just genuine. He's great. All right, let's move along. Uh, we already have uh, 20 minutes. Number four, <laughs> the Biebers, Justin Haley. They had a, uh, they've had a scary 2022, right? But uh, Haley is still recovering. She had a mini stroke and Justin was really diagnosed with Ramsey Hunt syndrome. That's causing his face, the facial a paralysis. Um, but she said, I'm okay. I feel good. Um, she's still trying to give her body time to heal. Um, she said she had something called TIA, which is a mini stroke. Uh, I, she, it basically is that she had a small blood clot that traveled through a hole in her heart and, um, that she was born with like this. It was something that she was born with. It's nothing like she did. She was born with it and the hole never closed. So it like basically just, she had a hole in her heart, which is kind of a wild thing to have. And she, um, she fa- basically found that it was a blessing in disguise um, because she started to like her face was starting to like droop a little bit and she was having problems speaking. And luckily, like Justin like was with her when it happened and was able to find it. Now, Justin's going through his stuff and, you know, Haley has been there for him just like he was there for her. But she says, I think honestly, the silver lining in the whole situation is what I went through, what he went through. Is is it that it really bonds you? I feel like we're closer than ever. I will take that away from everything. Aren't they like the most likable couple? 
I really do love them and they get a lot of crap online. You know, like there's all these videos like, oh, Justin yells at Haley and they don't really like each other. But it's like, no, I think this is a perfect example of a married couple really going through better or for worse. They both have had really, really terrifying health scares this year. And like Haley said, they're closer than ever. That's what marriage is about. Yeah, they're just... You know, they're very still much into each other. It seems like you see them and they're still like in that honeymoon stage where they're still kissing each other because a lot of married couples still don't make out anymore. <laughs> like that's just what they do. But they're still like they're still obsessed with each other. And I give them a lot of credit. Like he's I, – I, I don't think – because they got married at so young and let's be honest. Mm. Justin could have had any girl and he settled down with Haley and – I didn't know if that was going to be long term, especially in right. Hollywood, but they've been stronger than ever. And it's uh, it's nice to see. And he, Justin's just it's, it's nice to see them happy. All right. Number two, someone who wasn't happy or for this one night, beloved actor Tom Hanks transformed from actor to protector when a group of crazed fans got too close to his wife, Rita Wilson. The Oscar winner was leaving Nobu in New York City when the overzealous group nearly knocked over uh, his wife, Rita. And who end up losing her footing and wobbling away while they're out in New York City Wednesday night. Rita says, stop it. And then Tom Hanks turns out goes, my wife, back the fuck off. Knocking over my wife. Uh, did you see this video? I did see this video. And I was going to ask you, I mean, you're out on the street. Does stuff like that happen a lot? All the time. All the time. It's insane. And it's crazy because a lot of times people I, – I wrote about this in our private Facebook group, which if you guys are listening, we have a, a Facebook group. And we have a private face group where we kind of talk about a little bit of dirt that we can't talk about anywhere else. It's on the, off the record, uh, which we have to accept you in the group and check out our Facebook page and we accept you and we you get a lot of dirt <laughs> on that. It's exclusive. It's exclusive okay. info. But uh, <laughs> on the page, I, I addressed it. I see this all the time and it's funny. Back in the day, people used to always be so scared, say the paparazzi are over aggressive and they're insane and just wild and crazy. And from my experiences, the paparazzi are usually like we're not up in the celebrity's face like that. We're usually mm -hmm. roughly maybe about 20 to 30 feet away. And the reason why they are is because when they're taking the photos, they need to get the whole body in the frame. If I'm four feet in the away from the person, I can't get the full figure. So right. these fans, and it's what's it, they're they're not even fans. These are people that are out because I know the people in the video. These people are out 15 hours a day just trying to get photos or videos of any celebrity they can, and they're just you could see like they they clearly didn't want to take a photo with everyone. But what are the fans still doing? Throwing themselves into selfies yeah. with them. So I mean, Tom Hanks. Did he do anything wrong? Absolutely not. The only thing yeah. he did was become a good husband. And it was good to say, like, celebrities, they're just like us. Like, he was mm -hmm. pissed off, which he should have been. It was yeah. – uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it, was, it was wild to see. And Tom Hanks didn't do anything wrong. But this is a really big problem in New York City that it's not the paparazzi. It's these fans, and I don't want to call them fans. They're called photo with people where they just try to get photos with as many celebrities as possible, and they don't even know who this celebrity is. They just want to get likes on social media. It's yeah. it's wild. It's There's groups on Facebook, and it's like a, it's almost like a squid games with celebrities. It's, it's so bizarre, dude. It's so nasty. All yeah, right. I mean I feel like if I was in that situation, if I was Rita Wilson, I would want my husband to respond like that because, you know, somebody, you know, in my close proximity is protecting me from these crazed fans that will not get out of my space. Yeah. 
it was uh, it's a really good video. It's on TMZ if you want to check it out. On to the number one story of the week, a photo that I just couldn't get away from. I think it's stuck in my head because everyone was sharing this photo. Ryan Gosling is blonde, tanned, and toned in the first look as he's going to be playing Ken in a Barbie movie. Uh, the first look of the actor as the muscular mate of the most famous toy in the world was released on social media by Warner Brothers Pictures on Wednesday, saying, hashtag Barbie, July 21st, 2023. Only in theaters was the caption. But the caption didn't matter as the photo is really everything. The, uh, you know, Ryan Gosling, who the notebook star has apparently gone all in for the role with a platinum blonde hair, a spray tan, and of course his abs and arms are all toned. He's posed up, leaned up against a, what looks like the frame of Barbie's dream house wearing a denim on denim ensemble featuring ab exposing unbuttoned sleeveless <laughs> vest with a band of his monogrammed white underwear showing above his pant line. This actually movie is going to be, I'm really, I'm sort of excited to see this movie because the movie's directed by Oscar uh, by Oscar nominated filmmaker Greta Gerwig. Also, Margot Robbie's in the movie, which it's crazy. We're talking more about Ken than Barbie herself. Uh, yeah. Margot Robbie Bobby's playing Barbie. Also in the movie is Kate McKinnon, American Ferrara, Issa Rae, Will Ferrell, Rhea Perlman, Michael Cera. The plot details are still under wraps, but Robbie has promised that this movie won't be what people expect. Uh, I'm excited for this movie. I think it's, uh, I don't know what, what they say. It's not going to be what you expect. It's going to be like a darker version or it's going to be fun and corny, but it's got a great <laughs> cast and it's just Barbie. Are you excited for this movie? Can I tell you that I actually was not all that impressed by Ryan Gosling as Ken? Can I say that? No, no, go on. Why why weren't you? I don't know. I've never been like of course Ryan Gosling is an extremely attractive guy, but I've always been team Ryan Reynolds when it comes to comparing looks. The reason why I'm not excited, because I saw this um, about 12 hours after I went to a press screening for the new Elvis movie where Austin Butler plays Elvis. And oh, my God, I went to see this movie with my fiance and even my fiance leans over halfway through and he goes, Austin Butler is a very attractive man, isn't he? And so now I'm like, damn, I really wish that Austin Butler would have been Ken in this movie. Interesting. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's Austin's now doing these interviews. He was on Jimmy Fallon and he's, he, he's doing all the interviews and press for the Elvis movie. He's really trying to like be this guy. Like he's yeah. trying to be a star and he's, uh, he's very suave in the way he is. He's, he's, he talks very weird. I think he maybe he did the Elvis for too long and now he's yeah. like, thinks he's Elvis, but you think, <laughs> you think he would have been the better play for Ken. I think after I saw the Elvis movie, because I went into that movie with the same like, you know, preconceived notions like, oh, this guy, Austin Butler, who still thinks he's Elvis. There are reports that he didn't see his family for three years while he was filming the movie. We've all seen the videos of his voice change like before he shot the movie and then afterwards. But watching the movie, he was so good. Like, I think wow. he's going to win. And I think he's going to win an Oscar. Wow. Morgan he said it. So good. This guy's going on. So if you had to grade the movie from A to F, what what's your what's your uh what's your it score of the the Elvis movie's an A. That's coming it from Morgan. A. Uh Morgan Page gives the Elvis movie <laughs> an A. That's the headline, people. Well, guys, make sure you guys tune in to Morgan's Pop Talks podcast. It's fun. She knows her stuff. She's got great energy. She's got great vibes. And follow her on Instagram, Morgan P Talks. Uh, again, it's to me, that's like my inside edition access Hollywood extra all in one on Instagram. She's so quick when it comes to something breaking on, 
on with anything going on in the entertainment world. She's already covering it. She's so quick. I don't know how she does it, but she's good. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, on it all, Hollywood All Podcast, at Adam Glynn, G-L-Y-N. Dax Holt isn't here, but D-A-X-H-O-L-T. We'll see you guys next time. A Huda Media Production.